This is the Heat Wrestling Podcast. The Rewind returns here on version 24. My name is Referee Tony S. Thank you so much for joining me wherever you may be. You can follow me on Twitter, Referee Tony S. At the show, at the Heat Pod. And if you have a question, send it into the Heat Pod at gmail.com. Or on all podcast platforms. However, if your platform of choice does not have this one on it, don't just ask for it, demand it. And as always, thank you, thank you so very, very, very much for supporting the show. On this version, the rewind returns as we delve into the library of professional wrestling history and bring you up to speed with a moment or a match. And this one is no different. In the previous version, we were joined by executive consultant for Lucky Pro Wrestling, Mr. Chris Sullivan, as we gave you a little insight into Lucky Pro Wrestling's creation, its origins, its growth, and the preview of their latest live event, their last live event, Star Clash 7. Well, for this version, the Rewind returns as Chris and I bring you a very, very special match as we bring you to the Manhattan Center in New York City, the final pay-per-view for the original ECW, Guilty as Charged, the Enforcer, C.W. Anderson, takes on the Innovator of Violence, Tommy Dreamer, in an I Quit match. So what we're going to do is we're going to step aside just for a little bit, bring you some of the best old school ads in the game, as well as a word, a comment, from C.W. Anderson regarding his upcoming I Quit match with the Innovator of Violence. And when we come back in full, Chris Sullivan and I will bring you the I Quit match, Guilty as Charged. From the Manhattan Center in New York City, January of 2001, it's the original ECW, the enforcer, C.W. Anderson, against the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. It's version 24, it's the Heat Wrestling Podcast, and we're coming right back. Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, I beat Super Crazy. Not only did I beat him, I made him tap. So now, you're next, Tommy Dreamer. I've already beat you on a pay-per-view, but I pinned you. But next time, I'm gonna rectify that situation by making you tap. I'm gonna take your hopes, I'm gonna take your dreams, and I'm gonna take your aspirations, Tommy Dreamer. Not only am I gonna beat you down, Tommy Dreamer, but I'm gonna make you say, I Quit, Tommy Dreamer, to see W. Anderson. The Rewind is back here on the Wrestling Podcast. Executive consultant for Lucky Pro Wrestling. Chris Sullivan is back with us, and if you listen to the previous version, it was all about ECW, well, as far as the admiration and the respect for people like 
and Chris Candidos and C.W. Anderson and people that came from the original ECW. We decided to come up with a good rewind. And this was actually Chris's match of choice. So we are going to go back to, I believe it's January 2001, where it is ECW's final pay-per-view, the original ECW's final pay-per-view from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Guilty as charged. We talked about C.W. Anderson returning to Lucky Pro Wrestling for Star Clash. Well, this rewind is going to feature the enforcer, C.W. Anderson, as he takes on the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer, in an I Quit match. This is a different... I quit match than what you're going to see, but the rules remain the same. No pinfalls, no submissions. You got to say I quit, and we're going to bring you through the entire match. C.W. Anderson came in with that devastating Anderson left, or the Anderson right, and wanted to make a name for himself at the expense of Tommy Dreamer. C.W. Anderson, who at Anarchy Rules was defeated by the king of old school, Steve Carino, to become number one contender for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Steve Carino is actually at this pay-per-view defending the World Heavyweight Championship. Nobody knew that in the coming weeks, Extreme Championship Wrestling, the original incarnation, would no longer be a thing. But as far as the embodiment of ECW, nobody embodies the original ECW more in some circles than Tommy Dreamer. But Tommy Dreamer, just a year prior, losing the World Heavyweight Championship in controversial fashion at Just Incredible, had suffered some injuries. C.W. Anderson exploits the injuries, and now C.W. Anderson has a pinfall victory over Tommy Dreamer. At the last pay-per-view massacre on 34th Street with a spine buster through a propped up table from the reverse angle. So now we have the I Quit match. And let's see what takes place between C.W. Anderson and Tommy Dreamer. Chris Sullivan, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. And we are going to... So we don't want to watch... uh... The last ECW pay-per-view, December to December? No. No? That, okay, that's not... No, okay. that, no that, does, that does not count as the last ECW, at least in my mind, the last pay-per-view. <laughs> so we will be watching this from the Viewer's Choice live pay-per-view feed from that night. So without further ado, it's the Enforcer, C.W. Anderson, against the Innovator of Violence, Tommy Dreamer in an I Quit match, guilty as charged. The World Heavyweight Champion Steve Carino says he's leaving with the belt and just incredible. Joey Styles on commentary with Don Callis. You gotta love that entrance, that classic, simple brick wall, partly the fencing. Oh, I love that entrance. It's like iconic as in its simplicity. And both independent, well, I've seen independent wrestling promotions use a replica of that entrance. 
Yeah, everyone's, you know, like everyone tries to steal from ECW, whether it be logos or entranceways, stuff like that. I, I wouldn't necessarily say, I wouldn't necessarily say stole. I would say... <laughs> Strongly influenced. Thank you. Inspired. Exactly. Yes. Paying homage. Yes. One other thing I like, I mean, I strongly don't like talking about the, the WWE, CW, the new brand of extreme. The, the new but breed of CW extreme. came in, yeah, when CW went in, they wanted to change his name, but he like kept them to the point where he's like, can I at least have CW, Christopher Wright, in my name, because all my gear says CW, and I still want to do the hand thing. Right. And now, the innovator of violence, formerly from Dreamland, the wannabe American male. Oh no! Listen, Scotty Anton is not on this paper. A U.S. male, Scotty. And I, I got to admit it. A lot of people like Joey Styles by himself, and I do too. But I thought that Joey Styles and Cyrus, Don Callis, made a good team. Yes, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Joel Gertner. Yes. But, you know, in small doses. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to you Steve. You can't, like, overkill it. Let's go to Steven DeAngelis. Weighing in at 230 pounds. From Raleigh, North Carolina, he is the enforcer, C.W. Anderson. Uh-oh. Get out of the ring, DeAngelis. <laughs> Look at that lockup. Nice, strong collar and elbow tie-up. This is an I quit match. And I like this. You never see a lockup tie-up that goes all around the ring to the floor, and they just lock, they just lock up, up, going back and forth around the ringside area. You never see that, and the first right hand. I really hate that fan. <laughs> Look at the hat guy, Junior. It's like, like I mean, seriously, goddamn, who booked uh, Kim Chi without his mask? Listen. All Tommy Dreamer needed to do was duck one time. Oh, he should have. That's what I'm saying. Imagine if he did. Oh, big banner for the ECW uh, video game right there. That. Uh, oh, nice suplex. And at least it was in a. Yeah, but if it was about two inches. Further back, CW's knees and ankles would have clipped the ring apron. And of course, those uh, those protective mats. Thank you, New York State Athletic Commission. Got his mug on television. Yeah. It's like that fan saying, "I'm on TV." Which video game was that? Was that Anarchy Rules? 
I believe I, I so. I think it was Anarchy they Rules. Both were horrible. Oh, God. No rights to anybody that they all just said, like, yeah, sign this piece of paper. You get no money. We just, you know, want you in the game. You know, some of the uh, Hardcore Revolution promo photos leaked out. Like the roster promo photos. I knew there's a lot of controversy with Francine. Yeah. Because she had, like, no makeup on or something. Yeah. And, nope, CW with the reversal in. In that ring post. Uh, I just noticed, I was, like, trying to figure out who the ref was. Oh, look at that. I love that uh, arm breaker. That's your buddy that... there, right there. Your referee buddy. <laughs> Stop, I let go of the ropes. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, you're talking about uh, Jim Molino? Yep. Okay. Hey, listen, I got a lot of referee friends from the old ECW. For some reason, I thought it was H.C. Logue for some reason. I don't know. You can't remember why. Nice. Oh, a spine buster. Buster. Into a half Boston crab. You know where that's from? That's from Calgary. Alberta, Alberta Canada. Canada. That's right. No one does the best. Single leg Boston Crab like Lance Storm. Oh, that roll into it. The roll into it was awesome. Uh, placing the chair in the corner on the floor. Wedged in between the ring canvas and the bottom turnbuckle. You're going to go back to that fan. You're going to go back to friggin' Hat Guy Jr. Well, well, Atlas Security is right there. He needs to do something about it. Oh, Dreamer know. swings. <laughs> and uh, Dreamer. I throw. always loved the layout of this building. Oh, uh, Manhattan Center? Yeah. I did too. I mean, the way it was, I mean, no one did it like this. They always set up the... I, the the curtain just that blocks off the stage is the best part because everyone else keeps it open. Yeah, no, I liked it. Whoa, what was that? The, the, the timekeeper's bell, or is that a wrench? That was a wrench. I think that oh, was a, the bell. It is it's, it is the bell wrench because they didn't have a hammer. Bell against the air. Uh oh. Drum like that. No kid, and Anderson is split open. Crimson mask. I don't know if it's crimson, but he is split open. And digging that wrench in. Oh! Oh! Dreamer paid for that. Dreamer, right into the guardrail. Dreamer went for a second of adulation and paid for it. C.W. Anderson is in better shape today than he was here. It's just unreal. He's, you would think he's in his prime at this point. 
No, he's not. But he now he's, you know, 20 years later, in much better shape. Oh! I think Raven would be proud of that. And this is where the I quit rules start to go into effect. Anderson setting up Tommy Dreamer. Uh oh. Oh. Oh, I thought I was going to. Oh, here we go. No, the oh. knee breaker into the chair. I thought Dreamer was going to go for an atomic drop onto the lip of that chair. Get in there, Molino. Into a nice Native American death lock <laughs> here. And Dreamer fighting back now. Kick low. No, well, was it a kick low? No, I think... Uh, Knee lock. No, and CW, when Dreamer was punching CW, CW went back and he was... Oh, oh. the chair to the knee. Well, there, there, there that goes. That's a home run right there. If you had a look at it there to begin with. Mm. And oh, chair shot to the head. Please be unbiased for once in a Freeman match. Uh oh, Dreamer with a reversal. And Dreamer on the second rope. Elbow. Elbow onto the chair, onto the forehead. Which that may have done more damage than good. You know what I just realized? Conrad Thompson used to say people look old when they're young. CW always looked like he was 40. Yes! He did! I mean, he, at this time, in 2022, the guy is... I think it's north of 50, just a little bit. I was going to say, I think he's just turned 50. I think he's 51. 51 and yeah. 20 years ago, he looked the same besides the, now he's in better shape. But the facial mm. is, wow, there's that hand. There, there's that Anderson left. And, uh-oh, he's got Towel Boy. Oh, Towel Boy. Whoa! Towel Boy with a, some kind of shot of something. A cookie sheet, maybe? I don't know. What is this? Full Nelson. Into the camp. Oh, man. What is Towel Boy doing? Towel Boy gets in the ring. He's like, I'm not going to hit him. Ta Towel Boy was like, I'm going to get in there and get my moment. There's 15 minutes of fame. There you go. He's going to try it again. Oh! Hit him with the birthday present. Cookie sheets. Oh! No disqualification. Somebody hit Tallboy. <laughs> Look how the rope very slowly. Ferris wheel. Go. Uh, 
I think, you know what? You oh, know what they call? Go. It's stalling tactics time. Look at this. Oh, stalling suplex from the middle rope. Now he drops him. Yes. Wow. I always love that suplex. A nice sell by uh, Towel Boy. Now, the one he did on Kid Cash at the November to Remember was amazing. Uh-oh. Blocked the super kick with the knee lock. Dreamer lets the move go. Back elbow by CW. Oh, Fine, Busta on the barbed wire. We don't censor anything on this show. Single arm. Well, that's razor wire, not barbed wire. Uh, that's right. That's razor wire. Oh. That's almost even worse. And people that don't know the difference, uh, once you see it, you know the difference. Yes. Like, take a wire and put razors every six inches. Oof. I think we've lost Towel Boy. Good. <laughs> oh, he's making a table with two chairs. Suplex. Oh boy. Down oh. between the two chairs. That does damage to both kidneys right there. Could have popped them like water balloons. That's a chant you get from New York during ECW. Not change the channel like Big Show and Batista in this building. Yeah. Years later. Yes. It took five and a half years later <laughs> for that. <laughs> Hammerstein Ballroom was never the same after one night stand. <laughs> uh oh. Oh! Now that is that is an innovative move. C.W. Anderson put Tommy Dreamer's head in between the chair and threw him into another chair whose lip was exposed after being propped on the top turnbuckle. C.W. grabs the table, sends it into the ring. That might happen here. But CW taking an awfully long time setting up that table. Dreamer's still wearing that uh, chair <laughs> yeah. as a necklace. Yes. Yeah, drop the chair onto, what's his name? Whoa, a towel boy. 
Wait a minute, Dreamer. Second turnbuckle. Is this the. The Spicoli driver for the top rope. Spicoli! Spicoli driver through the table! And then what was worse, the set, the wire. Look at this! Got free around the eyes of C.W. Anderson. And then used that as to hold the head during a crippler crossface. It's either is either quit or lose your eyes. Tommy Dreamer wins the I quit match. Over C.W. Anderson. We got a man in the box playing right now. Every company tried to do a rip-off version of this because no. it was so iconic in ECW. Yes. Never worked out. Never worked. The only thing that was worse than that was uh, the song they played during uh, the Gangsters. Oh, God, no. You mean the dubbed music? Yes, the dub music. Oh, oh we got good. a sign of respect right here between CW and Dreamer. If you make a guy quit, you better respect him. Dreamer wins it. Lucky to be walking off on his uh, own power. Just walked past Bill. Tallapontano uh, Tal and uh, Boy's been after. out. Boy's been out for the past ten minutes. As we're taking a look at the replays now, suplex. On the floor, bell wrench to the top of the head. That split him open. So Again. nice, you got to see it twice. Anderson lets one go. Chair shot to the top of the head. Dreamer with an elbow off the second rope on the chair. Anderson spine buster onto some razor wire. Stalling suplex onto two chairs. And then, ugh. I don't even know what you call that. Just I, I devastating. Just say, you, you describe that head thing, the chair, uh, Spicoli driver. And that's that set up driver. for this. Wrap the wire on the edging of the table around his eyes. Tremendous eye quit match between the enforcer, C.W. Anderson, and the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer. And again, who would have thought that... That would be the last pay-per-view, and the company would not even make it out of the month. I think days later, Paul E. is in California recording Rollerball. Roller yeah. Jam. Rollerball. Roller roller, yeah, the, the, that movie, Rollerball. Roller, roller Jam was that rollerblading you know, show on TNN. We have never spoken about that movie. Have you ever seen it? No. Worst piece of garbage ever. <laughs> I mean, the best things about it was the... Shane McMahon? The <laughs> rare spotting of Shane McMahon for no apparent reason. Yeah, well, hey, he, he is the money. Exactly. Here comes the money. Here comes Shane McMahon. Then the commentary of Rollerball from uh, Paul E. Dangerously. And then all of a sudden he shows up on Monday Night Raw in Washington, D.C. But if you definitely want a match to check out, 
between C.W. Anderson and Tommy Dreamer. We do it here for the Rewind. You can follow Chris Sullivan on Twitter at ChrisSully580. Lucky Pro Wrestling is at L Pro Wrestling on Twitter. And uh, more Rewinds to come with uh, some more ECW. Can't really give away too much more than that. Anderson, Dreamer, I quit match. Gotta love the old extreme, of course. I mean, people, like, I picked this match for a reason. Yes. And that reason is because, yes, there was weapons and violence, but there was also wrestling. Yes. And that was, it wasn't all barbed wire, tables, chairs, headshots. I mean, it told a story. It gave you a little bit of everything. Plus, if you follow the story, you'd be able to understand that, you know, it's going to take somebody to make Tommy Dreamer say I quit, knowing how much he meant to ECW. I mean, like, we could sit back and watch a New Jack match, but all you're going to hear is, I mean, again, I was a fan <laughs> of New Jack, but I mean, I wouldn't, that wasn't the when I was getting into ECW, it wasn't just because of guys like New Jack with the, you know, Gangster's Paradise coming over the weapons and just throwing and just beating everybody up and the, the hardcore just matches with the Baldies and the Samoan Gangster Party, which it wasn't until recently, like, I want to say within the last two years or something, I never realized... That Rosie, yes, was, was in the Samoa gangster party. I, it was just never dawned on me. I always thought Rosie was younger, and all of a sudden one day I'm watching because I mean, if you ever watch the Samoa gangster party match, it was always like it was always against the new uh, against the gangsters. And then there's one day that they were doing a promo. I'm up there like, wow, that's Rosie. <laughs> and it was just it, like I always knew that Sweet Sammy the Silk was Samu, which you could because. I knew that because, like, when I got into ECW, I'm like, whoa, that's what he's doing now? Be the head shrinker to this? Right. And then the, you know, big uh, Matty Smalls was always in the background with hair over his face. It wasn't until one of these matches where he's walking to the ring with handcuffs on, going into a triple threat match. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that <laughs> Rosie? Yes. <laughs> From not just three-minute warning because everyone's going to know. Not many people remember three-minute warning. They're like, is that the superhero in training? Right. Handcuffed in a brawl. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. But ECW was so much more than the the weapons. It was a lot of great wrestling and storylines and action and high flying. I mean, guys got like Guido and the Extreme Luchador, Super Crazy, and Tajiri, and then you got Taz. And then, I mean, the, you know, Former world champion, Mikey Whipwreck. Yes. Did you know, because we dropped his name, Mikey Whipwreck defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because every time his name is brought up, Joey Styles always said, did you know he pinned Steve Austin? Right, exactly. Got a so, pinfall yeah. victory over Steve Austin. He didn't even call him, he didn't even call him Stone Cold. He just said yeah, Steve Austin. Yeah, he was Austin. a superstar Steve, Steve Austin. Yes. But he got a victory. But you would have never expected to see all these great talents in ECW because I think ECW got a bad rap. But you got to see a little bit of everything. And I think that the wrestling... Like, if you could 
I think the wrestling done take a parallel right. yeah. of two different matches, Tony, that you would like to do a rewind, and that's like, this is this, and that's that. What two kind of stick out in your head? Because I have one, I have like something right in my head that literally just came to me. Okay. So, you mean like a parallel as far as like what the two quote-unquote definitions of ECW were? Correct. So... Uh, Van Dam and Jerry Lynn from Hardcore Heaven, or even Living Dangerously, one of those two matches. But Van Dam and Jerry Lynn, and then the for the other one, the blood and guts and the violence, Sandman Raven. That's good. I like that. My two that came in topped up. Without a doubt, first when you talk about hardcore violence, you gotta be talking "Born to Be Wired." Yes, Sabu and Terry, Terry Funk. Funk barbed wire match. I mean, Sabu gets his arm cut, and then it's he tapes it up during the match. The the end, the finish with the two of them tangled in barbed wire, and then the complete parallel, a very underrated match, I think, because the time frame of it. From Wrestlepalooza, Shane Douglas, Al Snow. Yes. I don't think a lot of people, like, people think of Al Snow, they think of Job Squad, his hardcore stuff in WWF. Al Snow could go. For a short time, was, for a short time in ECW, he was, like, the man. Al Snow. And then his match with Shane Douglas, who who was really hurt at the time, was outstanding. And it was a match Al Snow and that's two parallel yeah I, I like that Al Snow and Shane Douglas from Wrestlepalooza 98 and then your other parallel would be Born to be Wired um, the match between Sabu and Terry Funk for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship uh, honorable mention for the Blood and Guts and Violence that would be the Stairway to Hell match. And you could put either one of them in it, whether it be Tommy Dreamer and Just Incredible or the one that I would pick would be Sandman and Sabu. But either way, I think ECW had a little bit for everybody. And once we get more into the old library, we will be doing some more wrestling, some more uh, authentic ECW matches, for you all to check out. And that is the beauty of the Rewind. All authentic, all original, in all its glory. Uh, Chris Sullivan, can't thank you enough. Thank you for this great match. Give me an opportunity to rewatch it with you. Uh, usually we're watching it at my house on the network <laughs> with the bad music. Oh, God. Much better this time with the great fans, the music, the way it should be. So I appreciate it. Also, it's not 12.30 in the morning, 12.30 at night, depending on how you look at it, with both of us at one point fell asleep <laughs> because of how late it was. Hey, man, we, yeah, but that was, I think we were watching, uh, actually, you wanted to put on a thunder, actually. I, I think that was like. I the... mean, we, I mean, that we watched, we watched the pay-per-view, then we turned on something else, then we turned on something else, then we turned on that. Yes. Yeah. But hey, you know, with uh, 
with uh, big things coming up, who knows what uh, I'm gonna add and who knows what we're gonna watch. So it's all uh, it's all good, and nothing beats the uh, extreme, the original extreme, not the other one. Thank God for we that. We can always watch uh, sit back and watch Sandman versus Macho Libre. Uh, no, let's not say do that. everything twice. Say everything twice. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, hard pass on that. <laughs> let's uh, really hard pass. Once again, a very special thanks to executive consultant for Lucky Pro Wrestling, Mr. Chris Sullivan, for joining me here on this rewind as we go old school with the original Extreme Championship Wrestling. And if you have a rewind suggestion, send it into the heatpod at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. The rewinds are always fun. It gives us a little break from the current hectic day-to-day of professional wrestling and allows us to really just sit back, relax, and enjoy some professional wrestling history with us here on the show. And if you've missed any previous version, or even the trailer, whether it be with Sean Silver from 98.5 The Sports Hub, or New Japan with Josh Lopez, or even Chris Sullivan talking a little independent and lucky pro, you can find those versions on all podcast platforms, and definitely spread the word, because we've got a lot more show coming at you. You want to stay tuned to the Twitter account at the Heat Pod for more information. But as far as this version is concerned, this one is in the history books. Thank you so much for joining me here on version 24 of the Heat Wrestling Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Referee Tony S. The show is at the Heat Pod. And if you have a question or a suggestion, send it into the Pod at gmail.com. We're on all podcast platforms. And if applicable, please leave a four or five star review. It greatly benefits the show. And again, we really, really appreciate each and every one of you for spreading the word and checking us out. Have a great, safe, and blessed day, everybody. We'll see you right back here for another version of the Heat Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time.